0: Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, this is Walt Hartnett with the Pennsylvania VFW podcast. Um, coming to you live, I'm still here at the uh, the commander, State Commander's Testimonial. Um, we get this opportunity to kind of sit and and meet with a lot of comrades and, and talk about what they have going on and what, what they're doing. Um, so I'm recording a couple episodes here that we're going to put out um, in succession um, over the next couple weeks. Um, so I'm sitting here with today uh, Barbara uh, Lanclair, uh currently the— you're the, the assistant uh, sergeant arms. I should have asked that before we started. That
1: is correct. It's, it's actually a long car. Oh, long car. That's right.
0: <laughs> long car. Uh, the assistant sergeant arms right now, but she is a candidate uh, for the junior vice commander for uh, Pennsylvania uh so next um may when we have elections we'll you know she'll be she'll be one of the the two candidates um that we're going to do a note. so we're going to do interviews for both all the well pretty much all the candidates i doubt there's going to be a third one jumping in because we probably would already heard about it so there's two right now um
1: and that's actually in june
0: oh it's in june what did i say may you
1: said may Uh, that's when the post in the district do it (laughs) there you go
0: (laughs) see i'm still new to this game there's still stuff i need to get corrected on um so Go a little bit. I mean, give us a little, you know, background, you know, military service all the way up to qualifying for the VFW and, and, you know, what you've done with the post already.
1: Okay. Um, I started out uh, in the VFW when I was real little because uh, um, our post had a junior girls unit. There's not too many of those around. So um, my aunts and my mom um, got me involved in the junior girls. When I became 16, I was eligible to join the auxiliary, which I did. And um, then when my husband and I um, deployed to Desert Shield, Desert Storm in 1991 and we got back and my uncle uh, Earl at the time was the commander and he made sure that we got right in there and signed up as post members. And uh, obviously there was not too many female uh, veterans in, in the post uh, at that time. Um, so I actually became the first female commander at our post. Um, so I... Kind of always had a feel for taking care of people, um, always kind of been a caregiver. Maybe that comes with being female, don't know. But um, I liked always helping out at the VFW with the different events they had, uh, going into some of the nursing homes and seeing the veterans in there. Um, because in our area, um, I'm from Mason-Dixon Memorial Post 6954, and we're in Littlestown, Pennsylvania. Uh, that's right on the Mason-Dixon line, uh, just about 10 miles south of Gettysburg. Yep. So um, whenever we would have something, uh, we would have to go into nursing homes because we don't have a VA hospital or home in our area. Uh, we used to take and go over to the Scotland School when there was a Scotland School, but that's no longer there for us to support Um like I said, uh, worked my way up. Um, wasn't actively involved when my husband and I first joined, and that raising kids, they, you know, takes some things yeah. out of you. And you know what that's like. So if you're raising kids, sometimes you, you know, you push back and you wait a little bit until you can actually get in there and have more free time. So uh, when that happened, then I ran through the chairs, became post commander, then also went through the district chairs. Um, currently I'm the quartermaster at my post. I'm also a service officer at my post. Uh, then I'm in the district. I uh, like I said, I went through the chairs for district. Um, and after that I was through the chairs at district, then I became the, um, adjutant for district. Um, currently I'm the assistant adjutant since I am now running for department junior vice. Um, and the uh, reason I'm running for that is that I believe that we need, young people. We need females. We need people that are, have the ambition, the goals, and that really want to do, because if you have someone in a position and they don't really want to do it, it reflects in that position. So I want to ensure that um, people see that this is something that I really want to do. I need to do this because it's something that I've always felt that I would be really good at. I've had a lot of leadership positions through the military, I had um, 41 years, seven months <laughs> in the Army Reserves. Um, I did 21 years as a military technician for the Department of the Army. Ten of those years were over at Letterkenny Army Depot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just retired in January of 2020. My, um, I'm sorry, that was 2021, was yep. just this past year. And in March of 2020 is when I was medically retired from the uh, military. I was hoping to get to the 42 year mark but that didn't happen because of medical retirement. But and, and which is another reason I know what it's like trying to fight when I got back from Desert Storm, uh, I had issues, health issues and uh, when I went to service officers, county service officers, oh you weren't deployed long enough, even the VA was like, oh nope, there's nothing, you know, that was a short war, you know, you didn't nothing happened to you all. So It kind of bothered me that uh, at that time no one wanted to take care of me. So I want to be able to fight for all veterans so that we can get out there and take care of them, especially for the health care and to make sure that everyone is getting what they deserve to have when it comes to benefits and health. I'm really sorry that there are so many people that have to go through and constantly fight for things that uh, they deserve to have. Yeah. So,
0: um, and it's a daunting experience. You know, I, 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 have made it known I'm 70%, you know, disabled through the VA, um, you know, and and I probably should be higher. I probably could be higher. You know, shout out to Dennis Miller, the director of Montgomery County Veterans Affairs, because he he's actually working on my claim. and, You know, much, much of my Mr. Grunty, he was like, "Look, we're going to get you there." You know, you have this problem with your liver now, and that's because of the other problem. So he's uh, he's actually started doing the paperwork for me because he's pushing me because he wants to get me to you know the hundred percent or the higher percentages. Right. Um, but sometimes we get lazy, is it? You know, you know, we worry about everybody else. We don't really think about our, our ourselves. You know, and. I always say that's for veterans. I, I love the slogan we use. You know, you know, um, you know. Uh, what do they say? Service never stops. Or no wait. I I'll, I'll remember <laughs> it. So yeah yeah. Um, still serving. Thank still you. Serving. Yeah, yeah. Your service doesn't service. stop. Yeah.
1: I mean, you can let it stop, but you'll find out that there's going to be something missing, and that you need to continue to serve your uh, others. And I applied the person that's helping you to, with your claim, because one of the things I didn't realize when I started filing for a claim is that how you can get secondary conditions yep. off of things that happen. And I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that don't know that either. Um, because, um, I almost lost my right leg in a automobile accident on my way home from my reserve weekend. And back then they didn't cover you door to door. So, um, it took me 30 years, but I was finally able to get that, you know, claim taken care of. Um, in all the different uh, areas that I have, I'm actually 100% disabled. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband served with me at the same time, and I am so mad at him because he won't fight for his what he needs yep. to do. And I'm constantly pushing him to try to get him to do his claim and get in there because I know he has a lot of the same health issues I do. But he thinks we weren't over there long enough. You know, There are people who are a lot worse off. Yep. And it's like that's not the point. I try to tell him it's not the point. You don't compare yourself to anyone else. It's something that you fought for, you earned, you need to take care of yourself. Because down the road, I may not be able to do that for you. So you need to be able to have someone take care of you and get your claims in there.
0: Yeah, I had a, uh, I, I always tell this story. You know, when I came back, I was on doing Window Warrior when I came back from Afghanistan. And they had an, they had an event. It was Window Warrior through the Army, not like Window Warrior program. Oh, okay. yeah. So I was doing Window Warrior to get out there. All I did was go to my appointments. That was my job. Oh, yeah. But I had to go to a certain thing. I, I had to go to this one event. And I go there and they said, OK, can we get everybody who's, you know, a disabled veteran to come up, you know, up on the stage? They were going to do a, like a round of applause for him and everything else like that. And I guess my name tag said I was. And, I, and the one guy was like, oh, are you going to go up there? I'm like, there's a guy with a missing arm. That guy's in a wheelchair. I, I you would not know if I walking down the street, I'm not going to go do it. And I had this gnarly Vietnam vet grab me by <laughs> the collar and he literally said to me, he goes, they're not clapping for you. He goes, stop thinking it's about you. He goes, they're clapping for they're clapping for all those people up there because we said we'd never happen again what happened to us, and that's what I've always thought about. I think about the Vietnam vet that was denied, denied, not given, even the, the Gulf War. Iraq and Afghanistan changed the game. There were, there was all of all of a sudden, there was this resurgence that, hey, we got to take care of veterans. And I don't think it's ever been as good as it is now. Right. We, we, it's still bad, but it's ne- World War II, they didn't take care of, these. The, no. the, you know, the, Vietnam. They, no, it wasn't until really this era. And that's why when I hear people complain about it, I get it. I'm like, yeah, we can be better. I, I'm all about You guys know me. I want to be progressive. I want to be better. I want to keep moving forward. But it's the best that it ever has been. Oh, and yeah. it's because it's because the Vietnam veterans said it will never happen again. And those are the guys who are 60 or 70 right. who are who are you know pulling those levers for the longest time.
1: We owe a lot to our Vietnam veterans yes. because not only fighting through the VA system, but when the, the Gulf War happened, the, the Desert, Desert Storm happened, a lot of the knowledge and experience that the Vietnam – because there were Vietnam veterans still serving them. Yeah. So what they brought to the units and, and the soldiers and stuff out there in the field – was awesome so they helped train the gulf war vets and then with iraq and afghanistan we had those uh, people trained by the vietnam guys that were in iraq and afghanistan so you know it it really does i i can't say enough about vietnam vets um i feel for them i know there are a lot of them that are still out there that are hurt and they you know don't like the vfw organization because of the way they are treated these are the kind of things that stereotypes and stuff we need to get rid of we need to let them know we want them here with us. We welcome them. Uh, anytime I see a Vietnam vet, I always say welcome home. I'm sure you do too. Yep. So these are, we really need to get out there and get all veterans involved in the VFW, in the VA system. And it doesn't matter if you can't be a, a Vietnam – I'm sorry, you can't be a VFW member. But there are things that you can do, whether you join the auxiliary or just even help out the, uh, the VFW in general. Um, because we need all the support that we can get. We need to be out there fighting. Um, I know that uh, I heard you talking to our commander about the women's retreat. Um, We have opened that up to all kinds of uh, veterans and stuff, not just those that are eligible for the VFW. And I've been to almost all of them. I think I might have missed one, maybe two of the retreats that they've had so far. And each one has just gotten better and better um, Amy McKenzie, who's our representative now, she's doing an excellent job. Um, I really do appreciate what she does for uh, the female veterans, but I'm always out there encouraging, you know, I tell these people, it's like these female veterans, it's like, look, you don't have to be a member of our organization. You don't have to be a member of any organization. If you're a Vietnam, I'm sorry, if you're a female vet, you need to come and join in these retreats because you will learn so much. You will get friendships that you Maybe you need. Yeah. Um, so I really do encourage um, female vets to come out and seek seek help. We have, a, again, being primarily caregivers, females. Mm. We have a tendency of helping others but not helping ourselves. We need to actually do both.
0: So one thing you said, so you came to district 16, which is my district. And you, you know, you gave your pitch, you know, about your running this year. And one thing you said, that called, that struck me and I, I'm, I'm always in, in my book and writing notes and doing everything else, but you, you were, you, you, you said it plainly that hey, I don't want to be the female c- candidate running for junior vice. I'm here for all veterans and, 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 all that. So how did, how, how has that transpired? I mean, obviously people see, you. we haven't had a female commander of the state in 20 years, 15, 20 years. Well, when we...
1: Ruthie, Ruthie was the last yeah, one. So Ruth... I don't think it's been 20 years. Okay. But... <laughs> I would, sorry Ruthie I'm not trying to put age
0: on you but I'm just saying I know Ruth was the last one I I think she was the only one she was
1: she's actually been the only female um, commander that we've had and actually back then they asked me to to run and before she even came out to run Mm -hmm. and I said no I said if anybody runs for commander as a female veteran it needed to be Ruthie because of what she has already done for the VFW and uh, I learned so much from her being around her. So I think it's trailblazer, time- right? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely a trailblazer. Um, I just think it's time to have another female veteran in, in the position. Um, I, like I said, at your meeting, I don't want to be known as a female veteran, but that's what I am. Yeah. So, but I want to be able to take care of all veterans and, and I'm, Appreciate anyone who needs uh, help and they want to come to me. I will do everything that I can. Um, Same way with uh, uh, the veterans that are out there and they don't know where to turn. I want to, I want to help. I want to work through the programs. I know that um, we have benefits that we can work through. There's laws that need to be adjusted or changed. So we need to make sure that we are out there fighting for the veterans and that's just really my goal. My goal is to get out there and fight for veterans, whether it be within the state of Pennsylvania or at the federal level down in D.C.
0: Yeah, now it's important, and, and you know, everybody sees diversity, and everybody sees the inclusion. We want to, we want to do that. It's it, it, trust me, I. I I look forward to whether it's you or whoever the female veteran is, who's the next one. I think it's, it's good for us as an organization to show that, um, you know, that we're, you know, that we're moving forward and we're having, you know, it's not just the, the old white guy who's, who's being (laughs) the the next state commander and we're just handing it around it. That, that is an important uh, piece of all this. So, give me something. So, so you win the election in three years from now, you're laying out your agenda for what you're going to do for whether it's all state or how you're going to run your year. What are the programs that you're going to say, Hey, this is what I want to focus on. This is what I want my year to be about. What's that going to look like when, you know, in three years when you win this election,
1: a lot can happen in three years. (laughs) (laughs) And most of the programs are pretty much the same um, from year to year. And, Obviously, we have to go with what, you know, National has programs that they put out as well. Mm-hmm. But my plan is to really get the laws and stuff squared away because there are so many that we have issues with. Um, and like you said earlier, the VA healthcare system has so much better. It has some places to go for female veterans. Specifically. Absolute,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Uh, these are the type of things that I'm looking to make sure that we are committing to and taking care of. Every single veteran has a different issue and we need to make sure that we are taking care of those veterans and all their individual issues. Um, With uh, the Iraq, Afghanistan, they are having a lot of similar issues as what we did from the Gulf war. Uh, Desert shield and desert storm with the things they're coming back with. And again, we need to make sure that they've gotten taken care of and who knows what future issues we might get into, especially those that have come back from Afghanistan just recently. Um, So healthcare, big on my priority list, making sure that uh, the legislative is taken care of and obviously membership. Um, I'd like to see as many, many uh, veterans that are eligible for the VFW to be VFW members. Uh, I think it's very important. I don't think they realize why, what they why they should be in our organization. So we need to make sure that we're out there telling them, and I think we need to make sure that they come and participate, experience it. Um, I know a lot of times at post levels they'll come into the post level and they'll just kind of hang there. They don't go to district events. Yeah. Um, and then even the people they'll go to district, but then they won't come to the uh, department conventions. Yep. You know, especially the conventions or or the midwinter where you get a lot of training. Yes, um, I really like to see more people that are members to get more active and involved, so that they can learn how to help the veterans that they find out there in the streets. So.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's extremely important, and it's 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 a it's a good point. I, I love the legislative conference. That's that's I will always go back to before COVID. That was I won the early bird special. I went down there to DC. I had no idea what I was walking into. Jim Brown, Dave Pearl put me under their arm and, and, and let me hang out all, you know, all week going to different congressmen. And after I did it, I'm like, I want to do this every year. I was like, I want to be a part. This is awesome because you're in there. You, you, you're talking to the decision makers and you're laying out your six to eight bills that, Hey, these are what are important to us, you know, and, and, you know, you're trying to get them to co-sign and you're trying, but that's where the, those changes get started, you know, and, and it's, it's, It's impressive to see. Um, I love what we do. And, but again, I I always say this one program watches the other, the legislative, the only power of the legislative is how many members we have and how many members are in your district. That's what we start off with. Congressman, we're here, you know, and we represent, you know, whatever the number is, 67,000 in the state of Pennsylvania, you know. 8,000 of them which are in your district because to them those are just votes that's right. all the, they hear 8,000 they're like okay that's 8,000 yes. votes in my my yes. district and that's what's important to because they, they want to stay in the office they're in and the only way they can stay in that office is to get the vote so you we play the game you know and you know to your point And Jim Brown, we bring it up, there's a CARES Act that we're trying to get done to where we don't have to keep, as Iraq, Afghanistan, and the Gulf War, keep going and and with our hands out, like, can we please now get this? Can we now get this? It's going to streamline it to where we're not going to go with the Vietnam veterans went through, where we're still finding out presumptive positive conditions for Blue Water Navy 40 years after Vietnam. And we're just now getting that passed. I mean, so I hear you. A lot of that stuff's ridiculous, but I do enjoy that. Listen. You can yell at the wall all day, but at least this is a. I can tell you this is what the VFW is doing to get us to get us there. All right, and, and so we're on here for already about sixteen, eighteen minutes. But um, just in the end, if there was one thing, hey, this is this is what we can be doing with the VFW that maybe we're not touching on. Is there any like magic bullet, or you know, if you had a wand and you could fix every post, what's what's that? You know, what's that thing that we would we want to we want to take away from this and we want to accomplish?
1: I want to make the VFW as family friendly as possible. Absolutely. Like I said, I am. I actually have dual status. I'm an auxiliary member and a post member. And I want to make sure that every post that you go into is a family friendly environment. I'd like to see a lot of the posts have um, the capability uh, of having computers so that if they need to work on claims, they have somebody in there, Uh, cyber cafes or or whatever you might want to call them. We need to make sure that we're moving forward and not backwards. We need to Clean up our act. We need to get the word out there that we are no longer just these smoky joints out there. Mm. Um, I know that uh, we've gotten better at that, but it's still out there. That stigma is still out there, and we need to make sure that we take care of that. And like I said, I, I want to make sure that if you go into a VFW post, no matter where in the world, you are welcomed. Exactly. That's what I want
0: it's very important. It's very important. I, 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 I push it in my districts. I tell them all the time, the most important recruiter you have at your post is not an active member. It's probably one of your bartenders uh-huh. because how that person is received by the, cause you can't be there all the time. So uh-huh. how that person is received by the, the person working behind the bar, the employee is usually their first interaction, it is. you know, and we focus so much on our members, our <laughs> members and we don't think about, you know, so it's, it's yeah. interesting. You say that. And you're right. Family friendly is very important. I want all kids to be able to feel welcome, you know, to come in, hang out, make, get a video game. Get, get one of those simulators. There's so yeah. many things we could be doing there that, that are quick little fixes that can uh, can make all the difference. Um, you know, I, I have a member. His father was a member and he talks about it all the time. He, he warms my heart when Chris comes in and he says to me, I remember climbing up on that stool when I was, you know, 10 <laughs> years old because my dad was here, you know, and those are his, some of his earliest memories hanging out with his dad at the post. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you. I wish you the best of luck. I know we'll see each other at midwinter. Um, maybe we'll do a quick five minute hit and see what's going on there, you know, because then, then it's really going in um, elections. People don't understand how elections are worked with the, the way the election works is districts that make those, those decisions. And you're part of a district. If you're in a post, you're part of a district those districts have have uh nominations who are we going to support at the at the state convention that's how those votes are done it's not each individual you know sixty five thousand members go up and cast the vote no it's it's really the the 25 district commanders that are doing it but they do it on behalf of their party so if if you're interested in getting involved you know barbara's point you, you may be involved in your post but are you going to your district meetings are you involved Do you know what's going on um if you have any questions, I, my I have my information all over the, v, the the Facebook page. Reach out to me. I will try to help you as much as I can. I'm still a baby in this, but I know the people to ask when you know when a question comes around me. If I don't know the answer, I can at least point you in the right direction. Um, and getting that done but that's that's really the, the the next step you know wish you well i know i know Thank we were you. were you know you came close last year and we're we, you know hopefully you get it this year i know bill's going to be on here and i'm going to tell him the same thing i'm going to wish him luck because i don't really have a dog in the fight <laughs> but uh I you understand. know you know i definitely I, I appreciate what you're uh what you're bringing and and uh you know everything you're you're about you know because i've gotten to know you a little bit over these past couple of years all right thanks everybody um i will get this out soon and appreciate your time